What makes a great leader great? How do we create a high-performing team? And when we say leader, we mean everyone, because everyone is leading their own life. Will yours be a life by design or a life by default? Those are the big questions, and this podcast will answer them. Welcome to the Becoming Your Best podcast, where we help you apply the 12 principles of highly successful leaders, because great leaders will produce great results. All right, well, hello to our Becoming Your Best podcast listeners. This is Rob Schallenberger. And hey, thank you so much for taking just a few minutes of your time today and investing that and allowing us to spend that time together. And this is going to be a short podcast, most likely 10 minutes or less. So if you're driving to work, you're in luck. This is going to be a quick one, yet I hope it will be powerful to you. And this is really about a couple of secrets. And, and they're really not necessarily secrets. It's, it's those things that we relearn, and oftentimes we can package them as secrets. But the truth is, we learn and relearn these until they become a part of our habit patterns. And so when I say one of these secrets to happiness, uh, this really evolved and, and has been a part of my thought process the last two weeks. And it started in my home a couple of weeks ago when my wife and I were having a conversation. And someone sent a text to my son. And it was an okay text. I mean, it wasn't unkind. It wasn't kind. It just it should have been a phone call and not a text. And so I made a negative comment or what could have definitely been perceived as a negative comment about that person. And what was interesting was it was part joking. As as soon as I made that comment to my wife, my energy level went down just a little bit. And I made another comment, and my energy level went down again just a little bit. And what had been a great day up to that point, within maybe 30 to 40 minutes, quickly unraveled until my mood had shifted entirely. I was no longer happy. I mean, really, it had changed the entire tenor and mood of my day. And from that point forward, I'll even say it was my choice that it really ruined the rest of the day for me. And it all started with those comments. And I thought, that was intriguing. What happened? Why was it that single comment that then made the shift? And this was this thought. And and really what amplified this and even made it become something that I'm more conscious of today than I really have been in my life ever was we were on the phone, I was on the phone last Friday with a client who we're going to go do a seminar for in a couple of months. It's a senior leadership team in the afternoon, it's all of his employees in the morning, and during the conversation, he made a comment, and he said, Rob, here's this idea, I want to work from the inside out. In other words, if I can help each one of my employees truly become their best, if I can have my leaders bringing their very best to the table internally, we as an organization are going to crush it. In my opinion, he's exactly right. And his point was that within each one of us, there's a light. We're either growing that light or we're dimming the light. Within each one of us, there's these things that we can do that either grow us and allow us to act or put us in a position to be acted upon. There's this vibration. There's this energy that we carry around with us. And his point with his company was if he wants to expect that his team's going to do well, if he expects that his company is going to crush it, then he needs his very best from his employees. And they can't bring their very best if they have all these internal issues that are complicating that. If there's these family issues at home that really basically distracts them from what they're doing at work. And so he needs them to be focused and have a balanced life and have everything moving together for their benefit as as a team and an organization. And he's right. And so tying this together, what I thought was, you know, our comments can have a huge impact 
on our environment around us, on our mood, the way we see life, our success. And so one of the things I would invite you to do is take the 21-day challenge. (laughs) Now, you may have heard this in a podcast maybe a year and a half ago or some variant of it in a podcast that we did. We're going to come back to that and just make a little twist to it. And my invitation to you is that for the next 21 days, that you don't make a negative comment about anyone in their absence. And the reason for that is because the second we do that, there's a shift in our energy. There's a shift in the way that we feel and the way we approach the day. In other words, our light's either growing or it's diminishing. And the second we make a negative comment about someone, there's just a little shift in our energy. A little bit of light is gone. And pretty quickly, what suddenly may have been a great day can entirely shift, and now we're in a bad mood. (laughs) And now when we're in a bad mood, that radiates out to others, to our team and to our children and our spouse, and it becomes a domino effect. And so I'm going to ask us to take the high road. This is the spirit of becoming your best, that one person can make a difference unilaterally. And then we have an influence on others, and they, in turn, will choose to do certain things. So the 21-day challenge is that you will not make a negative comment about anyone at any time. And if there's an issue that you have with someone, that we will take it to that person individually and work it out with them, but we don't make negative comments because the second we do, the person it really impacts is ourself. And so that's part one of this podcast. It's just been interesting to me. It's been interesting in the last couple of weeks to realize the impact of our words. And we're either lifting ourselves and growing to a position of positive influence or we're diminishing that and we're getting into a point where we're in a negative mood and that ripples around to the people around us. And a lot of that starts with the words that we use. And if we're critical of someone else, it's very difficult to do that throughout the day and maintain a high level of positivity and stay in a good mood. They just don't coincide with each other. There's not a correlation to that. So that's number one. Number two, and it's really directly correlated to the same discussion, and that is making other people feel better for having interacted with us. (laughs) And why don't we do that so many times? And I thought, you know, there's probably a lot of reasons for this, but one of them has to do with ego. How many times are we trying to boost our own ego? Whether we're bothered because someone didn't recognize us for something, or we say, I, you know, we want to recognize our ego. We want to be complimented. And this takes a really high level of emotional intelligence to shift the conversation around to recognize and credit someone else. And take our ego out of the equation. And I'm looking at some of the reasons that these big, big organizations have failed and why some of these things happened with their leaders. A lot of it originated with this ego, with this internal pride of either we can't be wrong, so we just can't admit that we might need help or or whatever the case might be, but it becomes about us individually. Rather, those who experience a large amount of satisfaction in life, they don't only take care of themselves, which we know. That's why you have a personal vision, you have roles and goals, you do pre-week planning. We've got to take care of ourselves. Yet the shift and the focus goes outwards into how can we lift others? We take care of ourselves, yes. And the next question is how do we lift others? And the reason for adding this part onto the podcast is, and this is not a good thing to admit to, uh, but I get, you know, as many of you get telemarketing calls a fair amount. And I'm not sure how they get my number, but (laughs) oftentimes they'll come in the middle of something intense and I thought, you know, how can I make this a positive experience? Well, it wasn't really positive because I tended to taunt the telemarketer. You know, I'd say something like, oh, I'm so excited to write you a million-dollar check. How can I do that right now? And they'll ask me, are you serious? Well, 
sure, maybe my mood was okay, but the reality is I had just shifted my mood down slightly because I wasn't being authentic. It was a slight on someone in some small way. It was a slight cut. And it goes back to our 21-day accountability challenge. Just that little comment, although maybe not directly hurtful, wasn't lifting someone. And I thought, you know what? I have a choice. I can keep doing that. Or in the spirit of making someone's day better, in the spirit of lifting someone, what I'm going to do from this point forward is every time a telemarketer calls, that doesn't mean I'm going to be elated to answer their call. (laughs) But when I pick up the phone and I see that it's a telemarketer, I'm going to give them some sort of compliment. And I don't know what that looks like. It might feel like, you know what? That may not be an easy thing to do, but I just want to credit you. And, and I don't know you on the other side of the phone, but I just want to wish you an incredible day. I, I'm sure you're an amazing person, and I don't know what your family dynamic looks like, but you probably are an incredible person. And just hearing your voice today made me become a better person. So I just wanted to thank you for calling and wish you a great day. Now, something like that is definitely taking the high road, and it takes a high level of emotional intelligence to be able to do that. Uh, number one, because it's no longer about us. We're taking a second to lift someone else. And this is going to become a focus of mine throughout this entire week, which is how do we shift the conversation back to helping someone else feel better and not trying to shift the conversation towards me, myself, I, us, or we, but rather how do we help someone else feel better and direct that conversation where applicable and and where it makes sense to help someone feel better about themselves. And maybe it's a slight compliment. Uh, Maybe it's directing the recognition towards someone else and making them feel better as a result. And what I've found is that when we do that, we tend to be the benefactor. Our happiness increases. Our joy increases. Our peace increases. So imagine the impact in your life if, number one, you're not making a single critique of anyone anytime. How would that feel? Wouldn't that be a huge shift in emotional baggage that we're unloading that we don't have to carry anymore? And then number two... We try to remove our ego from the equation and make others feel positive around us. We redirect credit to others. Uh, We thank them. We acknowledge them. Uh, We try not to direct the attention and the credit towards ourselves, rather finding who we can lift and help around us. And watch what happens to our happiness and peace as we do those two things. So I told you at the beginning this would be a simple and short podcast. We're almost at the 10-minute mark. So those are two simple yet powerful invitations. These are things in the spirit of total transparency that I'm working on myself right now, in the spirit of becoming your best. Because as soon as we can grow our light, grow our energy level, and some would call that a frequency, we in turn then can lead others. They will want to follow because they enjoy being around you and I. And that's part of leadership. And as we get ready to wrap this up, someone made an interesting comment. It was a CEO who I was with a couple of weeks ago. And he was developing a vision for himself as a CEO of the organization and what that looked like for him. He had never done this before. And he said, you know, part of my vision is that people would have the desire to follow me if they took away my title. And I thought that was a powerful observation as to what a true leader would be. If you take away the title, would people still want to follow you or I? And certainly if we can redirect uh, credit and positive comments and other things towards others – If we can find ways to lift, to not critique around other people, then people will want to be around us and we'll be in that position where we can lead others. And the consummate example of this is my brother-in-law, who to this day I have never heard him critique someone else in a negative way. And I look at him with the utmost respect and admiration because of that. And I think, would that we all 
can do that? And what would our world look like and feel like if that was the case? So there it is this week. One of the secrets to happiness is to not speak negatively of other people in their absence. It raises our energy level. It brings a new boost and a new motivation to our lives. So this is Rob Schallenberger wishing you a fabulous and terrific week wherever you are in the world today. Have a great day. Thank you for listening. Would you like help to apply the 12 principles of highly successful leaders in your life, in your family, or in your organization? Call us today at 888-690-8764 to speak with a helpful representative to evaluate your situation and how we can help. Or you can visit becomingyourbest.com. Whether it's a corporate training event, keynote, workshop, trainer certification, or personal coaching, it would be our pleasure to serve your needs. Once again, call 888-690-8764 or visit becomingyourbest.com today.